I personally think that Grand Theft Auto is six. If you look at what Grand Theft Auto Five was and what it did and what it has become, they know that Grand Theft Auto Six is going to have to last as long, if not longer. So they want to. They're going to want to continue to make it a game that they can gradually update for like the rest of eternity, like World of Warcraft or some shit like that. Dude, because GTA Five has been going hard for a strong ten years now. Like, this year makes ten years. Like people it, are still spending money in that game too. Like three generations of consoles. That's awesome. Which Skyrim has done the same thing, ironically enough. Yeah, <laughs> and it has no online play. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't even play Skyrim online. I mean, I'm sure I don't even know. I assume that you can like buy shit, you know, like spend extra money to get extra shit. But like the way that Grand Theft Auto is, like it's got the online aspect of it. Like I don't even know if much of the original game has been uploaded. Like they never are updated. No they more never... disco. Hey, no more disco. Hey. <laughs> Just goes dead. Uh, <laughs> like there, there's they. I don't even think they've actually updated the original game. They didn't do any expansion packs or DLCs for the original game. Everything was updated online. So, and the, I mean, literally, just earlier today, I was scrolling through Instagram and I noticed or I saw an ad for like a new fucking like event that they had, and you know how they promote the events that they have inside Grand Theft Auto Online. I don't know if you've ever yeah. noticed, but yeah. like, and I'm just thinking to myself, like 10 years. <clears throat> I mean, it literally has been, this year makes 10 years since it came out and on the 360 and the PlayStation 3. Man, that's a wild thing to think about. Hell yeah, it is. It's a long time for, for people to still be you know, spending money on that game. You know? I'm pretty confident. I don't know this for fact. I'm sure I could look it up, but I, def I definitely don't have this in my notes. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's the highest grossing video game of all time. Wow. It's got to be. Wow. Fuck, fuck it, I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually kind of want to know. There's I somebody am. out there that's dropped racks. Oh yeah, on dude. Grand Theft Auto Five, man. I think they said if it takes, it's like eight thousand dollars to purchase every single thing in the game. Like if oh, if wow. you, if you, that's you know if you don't earn any of it, mm -hmm. if you just get right in there and then you spend money, it's approximately eight thousand dollars. Man, I bought a uh, Grand Theft Auto Five for my PS4, but when I try to load it, it just gets stuck on the loading screen. Like it stops at eighty percent and then won't continue. So uh, I haven't been able to get it to work, but I think it might be the disc. Yeah, dude, that was a that was a fun game. I didn't play it for too long. Um, I had two two roommates uh, at two different times that had it, so like that's when I got to play it the most. Um, <clears throat> fun as hell, though, man. I mean, I I feel like that about any Grand Theft Auto game. That really like it's just fun. You can get around there and do whatever you want. I like I like games like that. Yeah. Yo, I, I don't know if I just looked up... Yeah, No, this is the thing. I mean, the classic experience with Grand Theft Auto is kind of like... I don't know if you guys had like those memories of playing like Halo with people, like split-screen Halo, or just split-screen games in general almost, but like split-screen Halo for us was like such a big deal. But second to that... I mean, honestly, not second to that. Split-screen Halo would be second to 
passing the controller, you know, die by die is what we used to call it. <laughs> like in Grand Theft Auto. Okay, look, right here it says Grand Theft Auto 5 and and including their online is actually not even the highest grossing. But uh and this was but this was as of 2020. Excuse me, yeah, 2020. So it was from 2013 to 2020 it made 7.5 billion dollars. That's a lot of money. Interestingly enough, though, I, I'm going to go down a little bit of this list just going up to number one because you know, we're not that far from it. But Pokemon Go was right before it with only $200 million more. And that was only from 2016 to 2021. So that's, a, that's a lot of mother effing money. Yeah, people getting hit by cars and shit playing Pokemon yeah, Go. Yeah, that's crazy that Pokemon Go. But, I mean, I guess... Pokemon, I bet you there's probably like certain countries, like third world countries or like second world countries or markets in general that don't even let you have buy Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Like, like uh, what, China, I guess, or North Korea, definitely. China probably has <laughs> I feel like a lot of those places probably don't even, they're like, N- you are not selling that shit over here. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, but no, Pokemon Go is far more acceptable. It's also, I mean, in all honesty, Grand Theft Auto is a huge game. Pokemon Go is played by children. You know what I'm saying? Not saying Grand Theft Auto is not, but I mean, you probably got to be a little bit older before you're using mom's credit card to spend money on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Hey, mom, can I buy this new fucking, you know, pimp suit or some shit? I don't know. What my friend's kid does is she'll give him some money and he'll go buy uh, those uh, prepaid debit cards or whatever. Yeah. And then he'll use that and then spend all his money on the game. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy the way it works. But Pokemon Go, ironically enough, a phone game. Uh, then it's Clash of Clans, which is also a phone game. I remember that. Uh, we've got another one called Westward Journey. I don't know that game, but I assume it's a PC game because it's from 2001. So there wasn't as much purchasing inside of a game. That's not the one where it's like uh, you have died of dysentery, is it? Uh, <laughs> I think that might be Oregon Trail. I mean, this is a traditional Chinese. Oh, MMORPG developed and run by NetEase. I don't know, but that's crazy. I guess China was spending that money on them games. But uh, next is Puzzles and Dragons or Puzzle and Dragon. It's a phone game. Uh, then it's Fortnite. Fortnite with uh, coming in at between. Oh, oh my God! I want you to think about this though. Between 2017 and 2019. Fortnite made nine billion dollars. Fortnite, I never even holy shit, dude. Dude, Fortnite was fun. Um, I had a couple buddies that like got deep into it. I got yeah. one man that like bought almost every little skin that they put out, put out, and everything. Like, I mean, he spent easily six hundred dollars in that game. Yeah. Like, in- interestingly enough, uh, interestingly enough, that game. Is like uh, it kind of like I don't want to say it started, but it really uh mainstreamed the whole like you could buy a bunch of skins, skins and shit inside the games like that. Like everybody who's ever played games wants to buy, have like a different type of outfit or new yeah. armor and stuff like that. But the fact that like Fortnite has the means to just they put Travis Scott in the goddamn game for a concert. I think they did it with like uh Dead Mouse or somebody or Marshmallow. Uh, and then and that's just events. Like that's not including the fact of like they Dragon Ball, uh, you know, uh, Marvel characters. 
I mean, yeah, all Star Wars, Star Wars. John Cena is yeah. in the fucking game. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, there you go. I mean, LeBron James. John Cena's in the game, but you can't see him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, just going further on Fortnite. Fortnite is crazy. That is nuts. That within like two years they made nine billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, Lineage. Never heard of that game. Came out in '98. Uh, Monster Strike, which was a mobile game. At ten point five bill, uh, crazy enough, PUBG has made more than Fortnite, which is wild to me. Uh, but it did it, it, it between twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. This cannot be true. This is insane. If this is real, this is nuts. But it says that between twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, they made eleven point one billion dollars. Oh wow. That's a lot of money. That is gross. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just the total money they made, not including what they put into it. But or that's yeah. So it's not necessarily profit, but still, that's a fuckload of money. PUBG was more adult oriented too, so you know, like yeah. adults are probably spending money on it. Yeah. I mean I think I think really what it is too to think about with PUBG, it's actually cra- honestly nuts to me that more people spent money on PUBG than Grand Theft Auto. But uh, one thing to point out about PUBG, though, is like you would almost say that it's it's the regular version of a classic battle royale game. It's like Fortnite is just the kids version of that is, is what it seems like. Now, mind you, I know people my age and older than me that are that are probably playing that game right now, like personally. So I'm not definitely not saying that like adults don't play Fortnite, but it's just one of those things that I feel like it's definitely more interesting. A kid would be way more inclined to play, and honestly, it runs smoother than PUBG. I can uh, understand how people get caught up in those. Uh, I played a game for about five years called uh, I want to say it was called Gods of War. Yeah, I remember that. It's a mo- yeah. uh, mobile game. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm kind of ashamed to admit, but I did. I probably gave them about 400 bucks over those five years or so. Yeah, you get caught up in it, man. You got to have like enough soldiers and enough, you know, stuff to defend your castle. And people come like take your shit. I get it. Yeah, I can imagine that it's probably pre- it's pretty easy, especially after you, if you play over time and you don't yeah. mind dropping five, ten bucks here and there yeah. whenever you got it. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on though, the next one is probably not hard to believe, but uh, World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, clocking in. Uh, over the course of 14 years, they clocked in 11.3 billion. Uh, I believe that. Which, I mean, to me, that just goes even more to show the power of fucking what Fortnite and PUBG, I guess, just because of the fact that they made all so much money in such a short period of time. Uh, but also, money wasn't worth as much as it was in uh, 2004. So, or, or if that makes sense. Um, and then there was a game called Crossfire. Never heard of it. League of Legends. Ironically, ironically enough, I just recently started getting into League of Legends because I can actually play it on my computer, and uh, it's fun. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's hard though. I understand why like people become crackheads over that game though. Uh, yeah. But that League of Legends is, clocks in at thirteen point four billion. Uh, Honor of Kings, never heard of it, but $15 billion. Uh, let's see. For some reason, Street Fighter 2 is on here. Oh, it, 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 it 
accounts for inflation over here. So, but it says oh, okay. it has a Street Fighter at ten billion, but it says right here it's like in all reality it's about seventeen billion dollars. I love that game. Yeah, it's that that was Street Fighter two. So just two alone uh, grossed that much over the course of uh, nineteen ninety one and twenty seventeen. Or that was as of 2017. So uh, it's probably based with re-releases, playing online. I bet if you play that game online now, you probably have so much more shit. I don't know how that works, though. I bet, like, all games over time, I bet Super Mario Brothers is, like, the number one beats everybody, like, with inflation. Yeah, that's possible. Well, there's... It wasn't like anybody I knew that didn't play that game when it was out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then Space Invaders uh, with... 13 billion, but with uh, inflation or whatever, gross inflation is 19 billion dollars. Yeah, Pac Man is about the same uh, with 19.2. And then number one is a game that I have never even heard of before. Uh, and it's called Dungeon Fighter Online. Huh. And it comes in at 20 billion dollars. That's a yeah, lot. It's a, of, that's let's a, lot a video of game. Yeah, no shit. What are, what are we let's, doing? <laughs> let's come over the game. <laughs> oh yeah, going back. I'm not going to go through all these, but if you scroll past where we started at, which was at Grand Theft Auto, you've got the Donkey Kongs, the Super Mario Bros, and fucking all kinds of shit on here. Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, Sonic that was a classic. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's crazy, and you know they got the Mario. So much of this stuff is Nintendo. We did on the uh, Highland Hideout podcast that I do. Uh, we talked about oh, this is probably six, seven months ago. We had a thing where we were kind of going over the kind of some of this same shit, just going over a list. And I might have talked about it on the radio show before, but uh, it was like all like the top games, like these top high selling games. Like if you look at how many of them are like Nintendo. It's yeah. like insane the the way that they just sell so many copies, and that was not based off of uh, like it didn't include any online sales or nothing. It was just physical or you know actual copies of the game sold, and like so many of them were Nintendo. Like they, I guess, because they're just allowed. Kind of like yeah. I was talking about in Grand Theft Auto. Like there's probably markets where Grand Theft Auto is not allowed. I don't yeah. think there's anywhere where Nintendo is not allowed to be sold. Like any Nintendo game. Sense. Mainly because you know Nintendo is very family friendly oriented yeah. content. I feel uh, like they always they always got some some innovative shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the game, like they're always coming out. Like when they, when they put out a new console, it's it's usually different. You know what I mean? Different in some kind of way, whether it hits or misses. Like no matter what you think about the Wii, you know yeah. the Wii was unique. You yeah. know. That's true. Um, then they got a switch now, which is cool as hell. Like, and they they put themselves into a good position where they're like, we don't want anything to do. I mean, the console wars are you know very stagnant these days. But like when the console wars are going on with the last generation of consoles, well, I say the last one, the 360 and the Xbox. I mean, the PlayStation Three, when it was real heavy, just people like between like individuals and the companies, like. Nintendo was in a good spot. They're like, we don't want shit to do with the console wars. We had no problem with not being number one because they comfortably sit at, I say they comfortably sit at number three. They probably sell more shit, but just in general, 
they let they are cool with being where they are because you might have a PlayStation or you might have an Xbox, but you probably got a Wii or you probably got a Switch. You know, you probably got that shit as well. But like most people don't go and buy an Xbox and a PlayStation. Yeah. But they might have a Switch as well sitting over there on the port while they're playing their shit. And then when they go to the room or when they go to the fucking the mall or they go on a trip, they're bringing the Switch with them. Mm-hmm. I remember when the Wii was about to come out, they were talking about, I don't know who they are, I guess the news media was talking about it wasn't going to sell because, you know, and then it like blew everybody out of the water. Yeah. The Wii was crazy when it dropped. And that to your point, Cam, like the way that it, they fucking, like that wasn't no normal shit. <laughs> like, even just going back and playing Wii Sports, right now it probably would only be so cool. But like back then, it was like we could sit there for a couple of hours, just a group of us playing Wii Sports and be heavily entertained. Dude, Wii Tennis was like, yeah, bro, that was awesome. Yeah, I, I, would, I would play the hell. Yeah, bowling too. <laughs> I would play the hell out of both of those right now. It, something else Nintendo does really well is all of their actual their like properties, like Mario. Uh, Kirby, uh, anything to do with Pokemon, uh, Zelda, the Zelda games. I mean, on most lists that you look up, if you love the best video games of all time, almost at the top of almost every one of those lists is going to be the most recent Legend of Zelda game. Like, I've looked, I've looked at all of them. If they don't have fucking like, you know, some stupid shit at the top, like fucking Minecraft or something, not that Minecraft's stupid, but come on. Like, they've got motherfucking Legend of Zelda up there. Like, uh, what is it? What's, I forget what it's called. Whatever this most recent one was. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. But they always have a, a Breath of the Wild. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's like nothing. they always keep one, though. Like, it's like each console gets their, you know. I mean, I guess this console is about to get another Zelda game coming up in, like, next month or something, or in two months. But, uh and it's supposed to be part two of Breath of the Wild. And this is the first time that they've ever done a game that was supposed to be like a direct sequel of a previous game. It's like every one of these Zelda games uh, that are on the consoles have been like in different timelines. But they still supposedly exist in the same world. It's just like hundreds or thousands of years apart from each other. Yeah. I wish I had more time to play games. I just, I'm so busy these days. like... I don't know. I need to like force myself to actually start playing again. Dude, the last one that I played uh, was actually last year. And I mean, the game's been out for a couple of years now, but it was that Star Wars, uh, what was it? Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. Like that was really fun. Um, I I want to play the new one, but somebody told me it was only going to come out on like PlayStation 5 and like whatever the new Xbox was. I got PlayStation 4. So yeah, that's not true. Yeah, it. I mean, it. Shit, it probably will. If I'm being <laughs> you know, honest, like, uh, like because it's like they're they're really desperately trying to push into the next generation. But the problem is, like, no, like, okay, look at think of it this way. All right, so people who are making games, like, they want to be able to sell them. Most people who are making games, they want to be able to sell them to the most people possible, but. If they're going to do that, then that means that they can only make the game so powerful so they can continue to put it on, say, the current 
or Xbox Ones and PlayStation 4s, just as an example. Most of the time, when it comes to PC games, their PC is going to be able to run shit better than whatever. So people are like, hey, we'll just, you know, people will buy this on the Steam port or whatever, however they do that, that's fine. But they want to be able to sell to the console. Most people want to sell to consoles as well. Uh, or they, their main bread and butter might be on a console. Who knows? But, like... They can't make it for the. They can't make a game like the best game in the world, like quality wise, as far as like just the way it looks, the way it excels, and the great you know different things that they have on it. Because they're still having to make it for Xbox One. If enough people owned the the current generation of consoles, the PlayStation Fives and the Xbox, whatever the fuck it is, then they'd be like, well, okay, well we're gonna go completely stop making it for these other ones. We're not gonna develop this game for any of these other games, uh, any of these previous consoles in mind, we're just going to go with the PlayStation 5s and the Xbox insert letter here. I don't actually know what it's called. Uh, so, but here, I'm pretty confident that, like, after this Christmas that's coming up, or I think that for people who are starting to develop games now, they probably have decided we're not de- developing any more games for, you know, the previous consoles because we're just going to have to commit. They're scared to commit because... People aren't buying the consoles the same way that they bought the other ones. Like, and then once they do, games are the consoles are expensive. The games are expensive. The consoles are complicated. So it's like if you buy a console, most of the time you can only load like three or four or five maybe tops, like decent sized games. And they have it. It's fucked up because you can't just you can't just buy an external hard drive like you would for any of these other consoles and just plug your external in and load your games up on there. It doesn't work that way with the new ones. So it's like there's so many different reasons why people are like, I only can, I can most average people can't afford a new console. But let's, let's, let's just say that they buy a new console. Now you've got to spend a dickload of money for these new games because the big games that are coming out are games that you, are, don't go straight to you, like your Game Pass or your PlayStation Plus or anything like that. Like you, you actually have to go cough up seventy dollars for a new game. Yeah, man, that was like I said, that was the probably the newest game I played in a while, and that had been out for three years by the time I played it. Two and a half years by the time I played it, you know. Yeah. Um, other than that, I played the. But the Call of Duty that came out in like yeah. what was that 2000, 2019? Uh, I can't remember which one that was. Modern Warfare. Uh, yeah, it yeah, might have been the the remake of Modern Warfare or yeah. World War Two or something like that. It was. It, I think World War Two was before that one. Okay. Because um, I I got that one late too. Like I I got my PlayStation Four in general late as hell, man. Uh, sure. Me and my wife moved into a house in two thousand nineteen, and I was like, I ain't got a damn console in forever i'm getting one so i got me one and i got world war ii and then just a couple months later uh that new one came out yeah yeah i didn't have a console for a long time and my brother was um downsizing and he went i think he went and bought a ps5 and he was like hey uh you want to buy my ps3 i was like oh maybe how much he's like 25 bucks i was like yeah sold (laughs) (laughs) deal yeah that's my blu-ray player but I need to get, I need to get on there more. I got a couple of games for it, but I tried playing that Batman um, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, but oh, I'm more man. of a just I'm more of a Grand Theft Auto like type game. Like you just you can do a quest, but you can go fuck around and do whatever you want. Basically. Yeah, I like more of that kind of game, open world. 
Yeah, that that makes sense. Well, it's funny because the rest of the Arkham games, uh, past Arkham Asylum, like they were kind of like that. I mean, they they were more like uh, not as uh, linear. I think is what the term would be called. Yeah. More like free roam, like Grand Theft Auto spoiled everybody. I mean, that was what it was yeah. for us. Any game that didn't have free roam in it, we were just like, I don't want to play this. That's like but, the. Uh, did y'all get a chance to play the Spider Man games that they put out uh, yeah. in the past couple of years? No, I never got to play it. I Man. played. I played the first one. Like I, I loved that. Uh, number one, it made me feel like that game that they put out. What was that? Two thousand one, two thousand two. That was after the first movie, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it felt think, like that game to me. I was about to say, Spider-Man, the, Spider-Man, the movie 2, like the game, I guess. Spider-Man 2, the movie, the game. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the game that they made for the second Spider-Man movie was like a, like a game changer. Like It was like revolutionary for the fact yeah. that people could just fucking travel and just move around like freely. And that's, I remember it being, I said, it probably wasn't revolutionary, but it was a big deal at the time because you were Spider-Man. And uh, to your point now, to play the the ones that they have coming out now, you know, for the uh, PS4 or whatever, and then I guess also the PS5, those fucking games are awesome because it's almost like uh, your Assassin's Creed or your Grand Theft Auto or something like that with the, you know, uh, so much shit you can do. And then you've also got your main quest and your Spider-Man. <laughs> like that's probably the coolest part about it, obviously. But yeah, man, those games were fun. That uh, that first one back in the day, though, I just remember it being a big deal because like it was cool as hell, but like you could not touch the ground or like yeah. you you died. You know, mm-hmm. so like like you said, that's why. Like the second one, man. Like you could go everywhere. Like 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 how how are you gonna be Spider-Man and you can't touch the ground? Like. I mean, I can swing and everything, but I can't touch the ground. Like, it's because the floor is lava. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, this guy is a superhero, and he's not allowed to touch the ground. Man, yeah. But no, I liked those Batman games, too. Um, Asylum, man. Uh, I really liked that guy. I had a 360 when I had that game, um, and it was really cool. Yeah, I've, I've I've had both, man. I've had I've had the PlayStations and the Xboxes. Like I don't I don't care. Yeah, no, I had a uh, up until PlayStation Two. Really, what happened was we had a PlayStation. Well, we had a Nintendo, an NES. Then we had a Sega Genesis. Then we had a PlayStation One, PlayStation Two. Then we got an Xbox. So we had a PlayStation and an Xbox at the same time. We never bought a PlayStation after that. It, it, it was uh it was straight Xbox all the way out from Xbox 360 on. I was the one that got the Xbox in my family, like uh between me and my brother. Like I remember we, we had the Super Nintendo and then he got the first PlayStation and I got the Nintendo 64. And then it was kind of like, you know, we got the PlayStation 2 and then shit, he got the PlayStation 3, and by that time he moved out of the house. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't have shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty lucky. Like my brother's ten years older than me, so um, you know, I, he would go buy something, and then when the next thing came out, he would just give me what the old thing. So I had like um, I had an Atari, then I had like the Nintendo, and then the Super Nintendo, and I had Sega, and then the PS One. I think I bought, and then I got a PS Two, and now I have a PS Three. I think I only paid for one of them or two, I guess. 
Man, I don't remember having the like the actual console Sega, but and correct me if I'm wrong, was there not a hand, was there a handheld Sega uh like a portable kind of Sega? Yes. Or am I wrong? No, 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 you're right. I just can't remember what it's called. Um I don't know if, I don't think it sold very well, but uh there was one. I almost want to say me and my brother had one of those, but exactly. I could be misremembering that like crazy. It wasn't a Dreamcast, was it? No, I, I don't. Um, I almost don't want to look it up. I was just typing it. I don't want to look it up because I feel like I should know what it was. It was some. It had some kind of like a uh, cheesy ass name. Oh, I'm looking it up. Fuck it. Okay, yeah, that, that's kind of a stupid thing. Game Gear is that what yeah. it says? Yeah, Game yeah. Gear. I never had that one. I remember the kid had one in uh, Surf Ninjas. I don't know if y'all saw the, ever yeah. seen that one, but oh yeah, I don't. <laughs> that's I how. Gotta I... Look this up because I gotta see it again, man. I gotta make sure this is what I'm talking about. Let's say you might have had a PS. Yes, that's it. That's yeah, it. it. Oh yeah. my god! It only had the PSP. That was a yeah. pretty cool thing. Yeah, we had that Sonic game, man. Like, dude, that's awesome. Sonic. I don't think I've ever seen one of one of those Game Gears in real life. Yeah, one of those, and uh, look at this. Got the got the Game Boy colors. Nice. Hey, nice. I don't have batteries in it right now, but you know I'm the, I'm the football dude. Uh, I got I got Madden 2000 in there right now. Holy shit, dude! Want to bring y'all back? Remember this thing? Oh, oh wow! That's the that's the, the Nintendo DS. the DS the 3DS. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. I ain't this is it. one of my favorite sports games of all time. It's King Griffey Jr.'s baseball for the uh, Super Nintendo. Nice. Um, fun fact, King Griffey Jr. is the only player on the game with his actual name. Huh. Everybody else's are made-up names, like computer-generated names. Different, <laughs> different times, obviously. Yep. People my, friend used to play, my friend used to play what is it, the NBA Shit, it came out in the mid nineties. It was for um, Jam. I guess it was for PlayStation. Yeah, I think NBA it was Jam, Jam, but it had all the yeah. You could play Jordan and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. Is it what, like were you the one where you were like you would like get on fire or whatever? Yeah, like, if like you, yeah, he's on fire. <laughs> yes, dude. I remember playing that shit in like arcades. Well, that was like, I always like to play him with the Supersonics. I like the cheat codes because you can make the the guy's head like eight times bigger than his body. Yeah, that shit was Crazy. back. That was a good era though. Like all those kind of games, you could use cheats or whatever. Yeah. That's one thing I like about um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, man, is uh, I like just being able to summon a tank out of the air and just drive around crushing shit and do as you please. <laughs> right. Yeah, I always like to having the invincibility cheat code on, and I would steal a plane and go as high as I could and just jump and yeah. like not use a parachute. <laughs> and see, Grand Theft Auto 4 was uh, tight in the way that they you could type in the codes once, and then you could go back into your phone and like uh, just activate them like whenever you wanted to. But they got rid of that in Grand Theft Auto 5 because they were like, you know what, man, you guys got to work for this shit. You know, making it, you know. Oh, I, I respect that too, though. And it's like yeah. kind of like the going back to form, like with just using the fucking codes like you used to. It was like always a pride thing to if you remembered a certain code, specific yeah. specifically one of the weapons cheats. Uh, I had all I, those things written down. 
Yeah, Vice City had like some crazy cheats. Like in Vice City, you could do like pedestrians go, or you know crazy pedestrians, and they also had a separate cheat that was like pedestrians with weapons. So it was like every pedestrian had a, a different weapon, like whether it be rocket launchers or. But you could type in one without typing in the other. Yeah. But if you typed in both. It was pure fucking chaos. Like it would be so much fun to be able to type those codes in on the newer ones just to see yeah. what kind of chaos would ensue. The only thing it sucked about it is like you kind of wish that they were like it would be cooler if they like worked in mobs. Like if you could right. do it like they're just like, but it was all just pure chaos. Like the closest person to them, they would lock one and start trying to kill. So it was like you never knew what the fuck was gonna happen. People would be blowing up cars and shit. But in all fairness. Okay. What? I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good. You're good. What were you about to say? Did y'all ever get into the Saints Row games? Like, if, if, if you yeah. played Grand Theft Auto? I never played any of those. Um, the only other game I really played was uh, Twisted Metal. Played the shit out of that game. Dude, that was, one of, that was the first game I had for PlayStation 2 was Twisted Metal Black. I had the original and you could uh, put the disc in your... CD player or whatever, and it was a Rob Zombie. It played all the Rob Zombie tracks. Yes. Holy shit. How cool is that? Yeah. And so fitting that it would be Rob Zombie. Yeah. Got some bangers on there, man. For real. I don't think that they've come out with a Twisted Metal game since uh, Black. They're making a movie. Really? Yeah. What? That's cool. They should make a game to go with it. They should, hopefully. Let me ask you, do you know if Rob Zombie is involved with the movie? Ooh, that would be great. No, I don't know. That would be awesome, though. Man, yeah. Holy shit. A Twisted Metal movie is going to be next level. I feel like yeah. I might have heard about that. Wow. I just typed in Twisted Movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to uh, pull up what I wanted to do. Twisted Metal cast. Oh, wow. They got this shit set up and everything. Who is it? Uh okay, so we got Richard Cabrell. I don't know him. Uh Samoa Joe, the wrestler. Okay. Uh Anthony Mackey. Yeah. Okay. Falcon. Uh Stephanie Beatrice. Uh, are they, uh, we, I don't know who he's playing, but Will Arnett's on here. Hell yes. <laughs> uh let's see. And I'm then playing Batman. Thomas <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church. Nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, Neve Campbell and oh, Lou, she's hot. and Lou Betty Jr. Lou Betty Jr. Neve Campbell, man. Ooh. Oh, it looks like this is going to be a TV series. Is it? Oh shit! I thought it was going to be a movie. Streaming service? I'm assuming. Probably. Was it like Netflix? Man, I can see Netflix ne- doing that. Michael Jonathan posted a tweet over the weekend noting that season one of the show had finished shooting. Oh, yeah. This was in 2021. That might be why Nev Campbell didn't... Might might be one of the reasons why Nev Campbell didn't do that new Scream movie. Maybe. There's another one out now. It just came out. Yeah. Like, one came out last year, then... I'm I'm talking about the one that came out, like, just uh, last week. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, we, we went and saw that. Uh, what last Thursday? I've had a crush on her since The Craft. Let me tell you. Oh, good movie. Yeah, good movie, man. Do you guys ever watch the second one? The second Craft. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, I, this the, whatever it is that I'm talking about just came out in like the past two or three years. Oh, they're 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 oh. really cool. Yeah, yeah, I I haven't seen it. I don't I know. Either. I've also never that, I've also never seen the craft. It's good, man. You gotta watch it. It's classic. It's got um Bruce Balk in it. Which yeah. uh, you know, side note, she's basically playing herself. Like she is uh, into that kind of stuff, which I think is pretty cool. But uh, if you go look at her artwork that she creates and sells, that's some crazy ass shit. Skeeter Rich is in that movie. Yep. Breckenmeyer. Yo. Who is it? It's Nev Campbell. It's Nev Campbell. It's Faruza Balk. Um, I'm missing the girl that was in the uh, End of Days. Uh, Robin Tooney. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. The name that was bothering me. I couldn't think of her name. <laughs> okay. They're saying that they're saying that this Twisted Metal series is out already. Oh, what? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Peacock's latest live-action project oh, is ba- based on a much-loved and widely-known PlayStation game, Twisted Metal. The first title was released over two decades ago in 1995 and took the form of a series of vehicular combat games. That's one way to put it. The series has reportedly sold 5 million copies as of today, despite being based on the video games. The series will follow an original story from the game's universe. The script has been authored authored by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the talent behind works such as Deadpool movies and Spiderhead. Oh, man, it's going to be good. Of course, it would be on the one service I don't have, the one streaming service. Dude, I have motherfucking Peacock, and I ain't never seen this shit before. Peacock, man, um, like you can do a like a free account on there. I mean, you can watch ads and stuff, you know? Oh, like sure, I used yeah, dude, I use the free account, and I get on there and watch old WWE stuff all the time. Okay, here, here we go, here we go. Sorry, not to interrupt y'all, just see. Uh, despite an official release date for the show not yet confirmed, we may see the first season's release in mid-2023. Okay. This, this would allow enough time for post-production to conclude making the show ready for airing, and the show is a Peacock exclusive. So it will be on Peacock, but... I wonder if it'll be on Soap today. It probably will be after a couple of weeks. Y'all know about that? What's that? It's a website. It's um, it has all the stuff that it, it's illegal technically, but it has sure. all the stuff. It's, it had um, that new Game of Thrones HBO series, uh, House of Dragon or whatever. It had it like a week after it came out, and it's got all the new movies on it. Um, but it's S O A P and the number two, and then D A Y dot A C. Damn. Okay, then. But don't go there. It's illegal. Yeah, I just heard. I just heard about it. Yeah, that's like uh, me and UFC fights. I love UFC, and uh, I haven't paid for one since I've been here. Yeah, I've been living here. Uh, we didn't really pay for them before either, to be honest. But uh, we we would be more inclined to pay for them if there was you know a few of us getting together. Tell you how old I am. We used to go rent them from the video store on VHS. Holy would, shit! Uh, after the pay per view, they would come out on. You could rent them and watch them. Was when I was a kid, I used to like to hang out at the FYE in North Park. And mm-hmm. uh, I, like my mom would always be doing whatever she was doing around there. And I would always like sit down in like the wrestling section <laughs> of <laughs> FYE and just look at the different VHSs, you know? Yeah. And then like, 
like I said, I was the assistant manager of the one down here in Hattiesburg for a little bit, man. And it went from, you know, we caught, we carried a bunch of wrestling stuff. No, we didn't do that anymore. Mostly uh, the only other things we carried besides movies and stuff like that, we carried a bunch of uh, anime and um, what do you call it? Hentai. Hentai, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we had the Playboy little covers oh, over them, you know? That's amazing. It's amazing just to think that, they actually had that, like the physical versions and stuff like that. Then the internet got really hardcore, and people were like, "Yeah, uh, we'll just order that shit off the internet, uh, or we'll just look at it on the internet." <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, speaking. Yeah. Uh, sorry, go but, ahead. I was gonna say, I um, y'all remember those girls gone wild commercials? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, a buddy of mine, uh, totally not me, but a buddy of mine would uh buy those because they were like cheap as hell you just call the number and order them it was like ten dollars a month or something and then he would let us see them too but uh yeah good old days pre-internet that's crazy i just remember like if you stayed up late enough i mean everybody has these stories but like when you still had like cable or whatever like comedy central or like spike tv or some shit like that well i mean even if you only had cable even if you only had cable, you could still see the Girls Gone Wild infomercials. Yeah. And like hey, that. Howard Stern was popping off too, man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Gosh, it's crazy just to think about all the shit that they had. Like, art, it's more like, it's crazy to think about all the shit that you can access now. But like back in the day, like you had to be creative. You had to be like, man, oh, yeah. it's like, it's like when you take, I don't know if it's like lithium, but like t- there's types of drugs that like if you take them and you stay awake past like when you should pass out, then it's like it becomes like a drug you can be high off of. Yeah. And like to me, that was like what t- television was. It's like, man, if you stay up late enough and you get past like right. the, tw- the twilight zone of your night, then you can see all kinds of raunchy shit that like, you know, your folks probably don't want you watching, but you're watching it anyway. We, we never had Skinamax, but um, it was back in the day where if you turn it to the Skinamax channel, like every couple of seconds, you would see like a boob flash across the screen or <laughs> something like that. It just showed like the same like little uh, like like uh, looping clip of like, this is why you should get this channel. And it's right. like, yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> like, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. We're talking about spending money on games and spending money on shit. One of the things I was going to just ask you guys as people who obviously all of us here, we like music. We think, we think pretty highly of music. Uh, You guys have been to concerts, you know, put on concerts, performed at concerts, all that other shit. How much do you think you would pay right now in your life? Like, like who is somebody that you would spend money to go see? Like, and you know, not necessarily, I'm talking about like, somebody that you like have adored for years or like your favorite band or like some, I always try to just reference the person that I would pay the most money to go see. Like, uh, and it's funny, ironically enough, they just announced that Drake is going on tour again, uh, for like the first time in like four years or five years or some shit like that. Um, to say like our favorite band or just any band. I mean, I guess you would have to put it in a category of like, like your favorite band. You almost probably wouldn't pay as much to see as somebody like, like I don't know. In my opinion, like I would like Drake is somebody that I would really want to see live. 
But like, I would pay more money to go see Ozzy Osbourne live than to go see Drake live. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. The main but, reason is just because of the fact that it would be like to go sit in there in the building and watch Ozzy Osbourne perform, which yeah. I'm sure is probably not anywhere near what it is now no, no, versus what it could, was back in the day. But I don't know. I, uh, just whatever. Whatever. My friend, my friend actually kind of, yeah, my friend uh, messaged me today and said, hey, uh, 311, which is my favorite band, uh, it's going to be playing in Biloxi um, like June 25th or something. And he's like, we need to go. I was like, fuck yeah. So I started looking up, they're not on sale yet, but I started looking up tickets of their most recent shows. And it was like 65 for general admission, but VIP was only like 150. I don't think that's that much really. Um, You know, to have VIP tickets. Well, what was, yeah, I was about to say, that's not bad at all. One benefit of having a band that is your favorite that, uh, I would say, I mean, obviously they're still, you know, doing their thing, but as far as like, uh, like star power, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not the equivalency of going to see One Direction love, you know, right. I can guarantee you that I do not make in three months what it would cost to pay for a VIP ticket to see three, uh, excuse me. 311 no i'm joking uh, to see uh uh one one direction or somebody oh, like no, that no, no. well the ex and uh uh the ex and her kid went to go see Katy perry because they they loved her it was in memphis and um i actually found the tickets for them but they were asking 350 for these tickets and these were like maybe 40 50 foot from the stage which are pretty close, but they're not like right up next to the stage. Right. I finally found them a ticket for two fifty, and this is a two fifty a piece. Like, yeah. I was like, this, this is no fucking way I would pay to see <laughs> pay that much fucking money. I'm probably not paying that much to see damn near anybody. Personally, no, not even my favorite band. Like, yeah. Um, like I don't know. Uh, my favorite band is a is a band called All Them Witches. Um. And the shows that I've been to of theirs, like at most I've paid for them, I think is like 30 bucks on a ticket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, they're not just huge, but I mean, they're, they're, they're big, you know? Uh, yeah. But like, I don't know if it's somebody like mainstream that I could think like, like, okay, if I was going to pay like for like a, like a Tame Impala show or something like that, you know? Yeah. I personally would, I would, I would go $80 comfortably maybe. And then anything other than that, I would start being like, "Eh, I feel stupid for buying this. Yeah. Because, well, and the thing about it is too, man, like this is the thing that sucks. See the 311 thing is perfect. Like that's the perfect scenario because like, you probably only care. Like if they put out an album like this year, you're probably gonna be like, yes, it's cool. But, it's like I also go. You're probably also going to check out and listen to more of their older stuff anyway. Yeah. So it's like, great. You mean to tell me that the VIP, excuse me, VIP tickets are 150 bucks? Fuck it. Yeah. Sign sign me up. You know, exactly. like uh, that. I mean, that seems like a pretty smooth gig. It's like, uh, yeah. but but when you say this for say, you go to see Tame Impala not at a festival but like at a concert. Like if you're paying eighty to a hundred bucks, you're up there, bro. Like yeah. you're not you're not down there you're not down there chilling right across from the boys or anything like that. Like you are up there, you're having hoping they got a jumbotron. Like uh and this is all pre drinks and snacks. Yep. And travel. 
mm-hmm. and and lodging or whatever you got to do, you know. Like, right. Yeah. Whenever I whenever I we went, I took Brittany our first Valentine's Day together. I bought tickets for us to go see Fall Out Boy, A Wall Nation, and this band called Paris uh, at the Smoothie King Center. And I've been to the Smoothie King Center a few times, and I never had to sit or cr- climb or crawl up as high as I had to during the Fallout Boy game. Uh, Fallout Boy game, the Fallout Boy uh, concert. It was a great concert, you know, had fun or whatever. But like me and Brittany were both like dizzy after climbing up or getting up to the top of this bitch. Like, and we paid seventy bucks. It was seventy plus dollars. Uh, you know, after service fees and shit like that for those tickets, 70 bucks, is not that bad, but in the grand scheme of things. And honestly, it was a, it was an excellent first Valentine's day gift too. Yeah. Uh, but as one of those things, like if I would have paid to, like I couldn't have afforded really to just spend more money because we got to pay to go down there and pay to come back and stuff like that. And I'm just, and I really wasn't making no kind of money back then either, but it was just one of those things that I, it doesn't matter what about how much I was paying, 70 something dollars. I would not today pay $70 to go see Fallout Boy. No. I love Fallout Boy. I think they're great. I would have paid $70 to just to be in the building for that tour that they did uh, with Green Day and Weezer. Yeah. But I promise you that they were not selling $60, $70 tickets for that tour. No. There is well, like, no fucking way. No. So I, uh, recently, actually, they announced, the Blink-182 announced they were going to go on tour again. And yeah. a buddy of mine were like, man, that'd be pretty kind of cool to see them live. And so we were looking at tickets, and um, I think the nearest they were coming was like Dallas or something to here. And we're looking at tickets, and like literal nosebleed, like as far away as possible. It's like two hundred fifty dollars. I'm like, well, no, because I'm not seeing them live. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I mean that that's like what people like. Let's see, I just had something pulled up right here, but uh, I don't know, I don't know where I had it, but it was the fucking Bruno Mars, man. Like Bruno Mars was selling tickets. Here we go. All right, for an artist, let's see, where's Bruno? Bruno, Bruno. Well, Bruno's not on this list, but let's just, we got right here for in between 2017 and 2021, the average ticket price to go see Jay-Z and Beyonce on tour together was $117. <laughs> and that's to see Jay-Z and Beyonce. I understand yeah. Beyonce, you know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not paying that kind of money to go see Beyonce live, but I get it. Uh, let's see. They got alternative rocks and look at this, the strokes. $126 was the average ticket price. In what year? Uh, between 2017 and 2021. Maybe in 2011 with the strokes. <laughs> you know? I mean, it, it keeps going. I mean, Jimmy Buffett, uh, $131. Uh, they, they got uh, George Strait at $170. This is average Damn. ticket price. He's still alive. He is. He retired from music, though, like two years ago. Uh, the next one up here, they have... This isn't like the most... Least to most. It's just going through different uh, genres, and these are the artists they have for the genres. I guess the people who made the most in that period oh, okay. of time in that genre. Uh, but at R&B, which was Usher, was his average... Usher, okay, between 2017 and 2021, his average ticket prices were $220 a piece. Jeez. 
Who was paying that to see Usher in 2017, 2018? Uh, hey, listen, dude, that's the that is the average price. So people are paying more than that. Yeah. Some people, song that Usher did in that time. He didn't. He, 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 he did. He did. I guess. But he had a song with Nicki Minaj. It was went kind of high on the charts, but that, I think that was around that time. But other than that, no, just that one song. Let's see. Then and then pop. Yeah. What they have for pop is uh, Lady Gaga. Any anybody want to take a guess what the average ticket price on that was? Three hundred. Higher. Three hundred dollars. Five hundred. No, oh, not qu- not quite. Three hundred and thirty-seven dollars was the average price for Lady Gaga, bro. And now she does a fucking residency in uh Vegas. in Vegas, or she was doing. I don't know if she still is. Hey, now that would be good money spent if you were out there, man. Go catch a Lady Gaga show for yeah, I mean, if you're pro- out there. I bet that ticket ain't bad. Probably not. I mean, I don't know how that stuff works, but I imagine you might go. I mean, I don't know. You still might have to pay a hundred bucks to go see her. But I don't care what anybody says. That that girl can sing. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. I'm I, here for her. <laughs> I, but also, you think about it versus seeing her in a place that packs eighteen to thirty thousand people. You might could yeah. go into a theater that packs like two thousand people. Yeah, and. That would be sick. That would be way cooler and way more worth paying a hundred dollars. Because she the, did the, that little that little project with Tony Bennett, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that would have been cool to see them do that. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that would have been I would have dropped some money on that. Yeah, I, I was about to say you probably would have, because you know they're probably doing that shit in like real intimate settings, like five hundred yeah, people theaters or some shit. I'd have dressed up real nice, yeah. you know, like yeah. I'd put on a suit. There's one singer I want to see, but uh, she only puts out an album like every 10 years. And then she goes on tour. And the last one she put out was like 2012. I was like, okay. I'm, and she was coming to Biloxi. I was like, well, shit, I'm going to go see her. It's Sade, right? Um, oh, and, shit. Yeah, I was going to see her. And I was like, looking at prices, general admission is $500. Yeah. I thought about it good and hard. I was like, shit, she's not going to put another album out for another 10 years at least. I was like, fuck, I couldn't do it. I was a poor college student at the time. I can't spend five hundred bucks on that shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the 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 top one on this list uh, is classic rock, and it's got Bruce Springsteen. Five hundred and eight dollars was the average ticket price, <laughs> which is fucking crazy, dude. That well, is. Well, I mean, that, all this pe- all people listening to him are like retired. They're probably spending some of their retirement money on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this list is fucking crazy. The tickets for the 311 show I was talking about comes out Friday. I'm going to see how much the VIP tickets are. Yeah, you definitely should just capitalize on that, dude. You yeah. get to meet them. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah. I've uh, seen them like six times, and they're excellent live. Yeah, I, ha- I had this pulled up this fucking, you know, some like the highest grossing tours of all time because I knew what number one was as of last year. And I think I, there's a new number one. Uh, but it this list hasn't been updated since then. But um, it's interesting. The highest grossing tours of all time, just going down them. At 15 is Bruno Mars, the 24-carat Magic World Tour 2017. Makes sense. Uh, and yeah. all of this stuff builds up to more or less the pandemic because of the fact that, I mean, a lot of this stuff was before then. But I think ticket sales were like, getting kind of peaked out or like people were like, I don't know how to explain it, that tours were happening and festivals were happening like at an unprecedented rate before COVID happened. But 
Uh, number fourteen was is U two. Um, yeah, the the Vertigo tour in two thousand five, which is crazy. I'm just saying it's crazy that U two. Uh, that's not the only time they're on this list though either. U uh, two Joshua Tree tour they did in twenty seventeen is number thirteen. Well, but side they, note, U uh, two and is one of the three bands I refuse to play on the radio station. <laughs> Yeah, that was like one of the first. That was one of the first things you ever told me. Whenever uh, you were like, "Yeah, dude, you can you know do your own thing. It'll be fun." You said, uh, "Just don't play." Was it you two, Nickelback, and who else? There's uh, the band called Fun. Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Do not." I was like, "I mean, I'm not gonna tell you. Like, I don't tell people what to play, but I would prefer if you didn't play this stream." <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever tried to sneak one in there just to see if you can catch it or not? Not that I'm aware of, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh, uh, I think it's. I think you you've you've done such a good job with the uh, website and the station and just all this other shit. You do a lot of hard work, and you know you empower a lot of us or a handful of us. So it's okay for you to have a few lines in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's totally acceptable. I am glad that I've never accidentally, which I would never purposefully play fun, uh, because I always forgot who the third band was. There has been a couple of times in the playlist that I've thought about dropping some Nickelback, but I'm like, no. I was like, uh, I, I can't. there's a, a million and one other artists every day that come out with new music. There's no reason why I should ever have to resort to playing Nickelback to get my uh, jollies off. <laughs> Ironically... Man. Ironically enough, though, Pink, uh, Beautiful Trauma, she, uh, in 2018 and 2019, that's crazy to me because, I mean, I know she, she keeps a record, like, in rotation for sure, but, like, she just, I don't know, I guess she doesn't seem like she's that popular anymore to me, but I guess I'm wrong because in 2018 and 2019, I mean, she had the 12th highest grossing tour of all time. Yeah, uh, and 11 is Madonna, the Sticky and Sweet Tour. In 2008 slash 2009. I like her music, but damn, that plastic surgery she did shit. Yeah, she should have faded into the darkness, dude. She should have just <laughs> faded away. But she refused. That's yeah. what happens. You, What is it? You uh, you die young enough to be a hero, or you yeah. die, something like that, or you live long enough to become a villain. Cool Batman over there. Yeah, you either that, die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, there you go. And uh, she definitely uh, sees the villain every morning when she looks in the mirror. Remember when she kissed Drake on stage? And yeah, that was awkward as fuck, dude. Drake acted like it was nasty. Yeah, that was crazy. I wonder how embarrassed she must have felt after that. Like then the 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 young current generation is watching like their goat perform at Coachella <laughs> and your ass gets dissed by him on stage more or less. He wiped his mouth. <laughs> she was probably uh, thinking back when she kissed uh, Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears on the MTV um, Music Awards. Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah, I, 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 I was, remember that. I was about to say that was like a moment. Britney Spears. And Christina Aguilera. That's I can crazy. remember my mama freaking out, being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, dude. Don't don't change it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's so, she's so trashy. Uh, yeah. Number ten, uh, Metallica World Wired Tour. 
2018. This is a really depressing list. Uh, Black <laughs> Black Ice Tour, ACDC. Uh, oh, what is this? What is this? Roger Walters, The, the Wall Live. Okay. Uh, 2010, 2013. Coldplay, A Head Full of Dreams Tour. Uh, cool. Uh, the Rolling Stones, No Filter Tour. It's in 2017 through 2021, so they must have just fucking kept going fucking ever. Well, uh, old dude keeps uh, fathering babies. He's like fucking 70. <laughs> the babies somehow. And I went to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina in 2021, September 2021 for a job training. And uh, one of the guys that was doing our training, one of the last nights we were there, he was late the next morning and he came in. They were at the Rolling Stones in Charlotte that night. Holy shit. And like he, he was like, I wasn't going to go. He said, but I've always wanted to see the Stones, and like I just couldn't help it. And I was like, I don't fucking blame you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's they, they are one of those bands. Now, honestly, I'm, I'm not paying to go see them from the back of a fucking field somewhere. You had to get, get binoculars to see them. But uh, they are one of those bands, kind of fits into the category of like, with the fucking, you know, uh, like with Ozzy and Elton John and shit like that. Like, I would love to see the Rolling Stones live just because of the history of like, and I've talked about this before, but like, I just would love to sit down with somebody and just pick their brain for, so, like, our Paul McCartney, you know, like, so what if you don't like the Beatles? But it's like, this dude lived through it all. Like, he, he had lived through all of the shit that we like romanticized with music or art or movies or anything like that. Like he lived through the whole thing and he was famous. He got to see and experience so much more than your homeboy or your homeboy's dad that who's got like a good war story or a good hitchhiking story. This guy's got fucking stories like out of the ass probably. We know it's not the real Paul McCartney, right? Yeah. I heard he got cloned. <laughs> I definitely no, there was a car wreck in the seventies and like he was badly hurt. And people were talking about that. Uh, the guy, when he came back to like start performing again with the Beatles, that he was like, so completely different. He even looked different. Yeah. They were I, saying that he, uh, so they got a replacement to play him. The yeah, they said that guy. about the, they said that about the suicide boys a couple of years ago. Yeah. The suicide boys had gotten into this car wreck and then, the guys that were performing as the Suicide Boys right now were not Scrim or Ruby to Cherry. They were imposters. They were saying that about Avril Lavigne too, but um, she, I think what she was doing is hiring somebody to do interviews, but it was actually her like performing, which I don't blame her. Like, I don't, if I were famous, I wouldn't want to do all these damn, you know, news interviews and shit. Um, Dude, that's crazy either way. But if you, if you go look like me and a buddy of mine as a like a supernatural show, we talk conspiracy theories a lot, and uh, we were talking about that. And uh, I looked, I dug into some stuff. And if you hear a clip of Avril Lavigne talking like on stage, and then you go and watch like her being interviewed, the pitch of the voice is way different. Hmm. So I don't yeah. know if that's just her being on stage or if that's her double. Dude, if Avril Lavigne has a double, that is fucking crazy. Or if yeah. she had a double, I'm sure she's... Well, she's probably... She seems to be busier these days than she was for, like, the past decade. Yeah. 
He's like Saddam Hussein. <laughs> uh, everywhere. I'm skipping forward because it's a whole bunch of U2 and Guns and Roses and shit. But, uh, number two is Elton John. Uh, that, yeah. Farewell Yellow Brick Road final tour. Uh, this is apparently something. It says present, but I think it actually finally ended. It was 278 shows around the world. Dang. Oh my god. This is not this is not accurate, but it says five million fans per show. Jeez. That that doesn't make any sense. Was it being like streamed or something? I have no fucking clue. I'm just okay, it says since twenty eighteen Elton John has been touring the world on his appropriately named final tour, the Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. Though it's still ongoing, he's pulled in roughly seven hundred and fifty million in gross revenue so far in two hundred and seventy-eight shows around the world. Five million fans per show helps score the legend almost three million per show. It, there's no way it's supposed to say five million fans. Got to be streamed, like you were saying. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> that's still a lot of fucking people. Yeah, like, I feel like one of the biggest concerts I've ever seen, like, on camera or anything is that DMX concert at Woodstock 99. Yeah, yeah. and that's like 400,000 people. That's insane to think about. Yeah, that's a lot of goddamn people, but 5 million. <laughs> did y'all watch the Woodstock 99 documentary? Oh, on man, Netflix? I did. That shit was crazy. Fred Durst is such an asshole, but he was just being himself. We say yeah. he, We say he killed the 90s. That's our thing. He he yeah. closed he closed the he get is the ultimate gatekeeper to the nineties because of didn't, that one uh, frightful night. Didn't Rage Against the Machine apologize for Limp Biscuit? Uh, like, probably. I feel like they said something about uh, we're sorry for Limp Biscuit. Like just straight up, we're like <laughs> we're sorry for Limp Biscuit because <laughs> like Limp Biscuit like said that Rage like inspired them, you know. Yeah, we can, we can blame Corn for that too because Fred Durst, I heard, was related to uh, Jonathan, whatever I can't remember his last name. Somehow, dude, I'm like, a I'm a fan of the rap rock sound, man. I mean, I, I loved it back then, and I still like Corn. I love Corn a lot too. But Three Eleven is is a, has a lot of rap in it too. So yeah, new I, metal man. Like I. My favorite band, my first band that I ever referred to as my favorite band was Linkin Park. Yeah, Linkin Park was great. They 100%, like just thinking about the trajectory of my music taste and just everything since then, and more so up until probably say about, I mean, even to today. I mean, because the only reason I like a lot of the stuff I like today is because the halfway point between now and Linkin Park would have been like metal and rap. (laughs) Yeah, like and that's exactly like what uh, Linkin Park and the Gorillas were the two bands that I thought were the coolest bands in the world that like me and my friends discovered I guess we didn't discover them but like our parents didn't tell us about either one of those bands and like I thought that they were the shit and like all throughout my life it's like I've gravitated to the music that is around those kind of genres the genres of those two artists which I mean the gorillas are a little bit of fucking they're both really hybrid bands honestly but the gorillas like we talked about this i don't know on some fucking one of the shows that i do but we're talking about how like 
the goddamn gorillas are pretty much like, like if you watch Coachella up until like, if you watch the live streams, like up until like maybe like the last like two or three artists, even still the bands that play at Coachella and all these big festivals, like you don't know their name, but you, yeah. you hear them or something. You're like, Oh, this shit's it's like, it all sounds like everyone is the gorillas and Daft Punk's kids. Yeah. Like, I can see that. I mean, in all content, in all all honesty, full context, it makes sense because those people that are probably our age that are big now, uh, they grew up listening to the same shit we listened to and that we were exposed to. Right. So it's not like they just came from an alien planet and they're supposed to have like music that doesn't sound influenced by uh, earthly artists, but. It's just, it's interesting to me what the gorillas, I think that the gorillas had a bigger influence on music than most people give them credit for. Yeah. Did you see that uh, video that was going around about gorillas? Um, Damon Albarn, and it was being interviewed about that song. I can't remember the name of it, but it's that Plenty first song. Good. Yeah. And it was talking about, uh, well, where'd you get the idea for that? He motherfucker pulls out a keyboard from the 80s and just taps a button, and it's the fucking beat from Gorillaz. They stole it from the like, 80s <laughs> kids' toy. Holy shit. It's a fucking preset. <laughs> That's incredible. Yo, that is insane. I, I mean, I'm glad you said that, man. That was that was something I was wanting I was like, to talk about. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's hilarious about that, too, though? Is like, it's sometimes it's that. I mean, because in all reality, it's not like it's the most complicated thing in the world, but it was infectious. That's like right. even to this day, like somebody hears that, yeah, that, and they know exactly what that fuck that is. Yep. And like, I mean, I remember being a kid singing that shit, and I didn't know nothing about what the fuck any. I still don't even know what that song's about. I don't know. I, don't I think have. They do. Yeah, and I'm. I remember just singing. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad, and it didn't matter anybody. I mean, I felt like anybody from any walk of life knew that shit when we were kids. Like it was just Ice Cube's cousin. Yeah. Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. Yeah. Well, he he awesome. Damn, he you, got, you guys are to, schooling me tonight. He wasn't supposed to be on that song. He happened to be in that uh, recording studio they were working on it with. And he just kind of poked his head in the door to say hey to a producer. He was like, oh, hey, man, uh, just doing this song for Gorillaz. Uh, do you want to, why don't you go in the studio and just, you know, spit something? And so he's like, oh, okay. So he spit something and, like, left. And, like, months later, some guy came up to him and was like, hey, man, I love your new song. And he was like, what new song? <laughs> I like, I didn't put anything out. But another rapper had already, like, come in and done a verse that he was supposed to be on the, that song. Damn. I didn't know that. Fucking, cool, man! I like crazy. how they'll do it with different people at live shows. Like I like yeah. how Snoop Dogg's done it, and like, pretty cool. cool, man. Yeah, very, very interesting, unique band. Uh, very influential. Um, I always like the fact that I don't know, like they could their albums have a way of like taking you places. Yep. Sound as weird as that sounds. Uh, the Demon Days album is. I don't know. I've, I'm probably on record saying something different, but I'd say this: I'd say that the Demon Days album is in my top five favorite albums of all time. 
It was also the first the first album I ever bought with my own money. Man, first one I ever bought was uh, Aerosmith. Um, that one that came out like in the late nineties. I can't remember, the name, but it had crazy on it and all that. Oh yeah, I was gonna tell you a minute ago. One of the first albums I remember actually going into. Me and my brother went into Walmart and bought like was Hybrid Theory, Lincoln Park. Yeah. Holy shit. I remember getting that and I remember getting the Spider Man soundtrack. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. He's a big soundtrack guy, man. Like I loved the Armageddon soundtrack, the Spider Man <laughs> soundtrack, and then the Scorpion King soundtrack. I had all of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Soundtracks were cool back in the day too though. Hell yeah. I love me some Godsmack. Speaking of Scorpion oh King. I I had a chance to go see them. It was October of 2019, and they were in South Haven. And I was like, well, I want to go see them, but, you know, I don't want to call off work for that night. And I wish I would have because, you know, after that, of course, was the pandemic. So the last band, till this day, that I've seen live, like, a uh, name band was uh, Dave Matthews' band, and then I didn't even want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I took oh. an ex to go see them. I mean, I like Dave Matthews' band, but I just, I'm not, like, a super fan or anything. Holy shit, this is the most broed out motherfucking shit I have ever seen. Soundtrack of my life. Okay, I gotta just run some of these down. Uh, yeah. Glow by Cold Chamber. This is uh, Scorpion King, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I yeah. had to see what was on here. But uh, Along the Way, Mushroom Head. Yeah. Uh, Set It Off by P.O.D., uh, twelve. Stone. There was a special version of that too. Like, like the other version that they have of "Set It Off" is completely different than that. Yeah, this one's called a uh, Tweaker Remix. Yes. Uh, we got "My Life" by Twelve Stones, "Burn It Black," "Injected," uh, "Yanking Out My Heart" by Nickelback, uh, "Streamline" by System of a Down. Shout out to System. Yeah. Another great band. Uh, "Iron Head" by Ozzy Osbourne and Rob Zombie. Iron Head. This is Break You by Drowning Pool. Oh, this is the classic Godsmack song, too. Yeah. I stand alone. Yeah. <laughs> I really hate that I didn't go see them. Yeah, that's that's one of those bands that, like, I don't, probably not in their prime, but you, if you could go see them for a couple of bucks, you might as well go ahead and spend the bones and go see them. Yep. Uh, 27 by Breaking Point. Only the Strong by Flaw. Uh, to whom it may concern, I used to have a friend who like relentlessly made fun of Flaw. Uh, to whom it may concern by Creed. This just goes to show you the times of when this shit came out. Uh, Hoobastank. Oh, Hoobastank. Seven, Seven Dust and a oh. band called Lifer. I gotta listen to that soundtrack again. That's crazy, dude. And I swear Nickelback was on like every soundtrack early 2000s. That's another one of the first like CDs I remember going with my brother and getting like with Silver Side Up, like that first Nickelback album or whatever it was. Second one, I don't know, the one with <laughs> that that song on there. <laughs> uh, what is it, man? Uh, you they know had, it. They had a few. They had a few. The first big one that was always on the radio, and I just can't sing it right now. Because this uh, is how you remember me. Yes, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> it's not like you to say sorry. 
And I might leave the meeting, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Avril Lavigne's married to that guy. I mean, fuck. They're not, I, they're not together anymore. Oh, they're not good. together anymore. Yeah, he, she's making her rounds with the younger, more uh, active artists these days. Adam, uh, Y101, like, dude, I, I, you remember when they used to do the, the Hot 8 at 8? Yep. Dude, okay, I couldn't have been 10, 11 years old, right? And I called in at the hot eight at eight at my mom's house and I fucking won it. And like, I got to come up there and they were like, you get to come pick out a CD, you know? And I remember I got up there a couple of days later and they were like, yeah, we don't really have a lot of CDs right now, but you can pick whatever you want, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And my options were like the, I still, which I still know what you did last summer soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> And the new Avril Lavigne album, which was her yeah. first big one, and I was like, oh, "Give me the Avril Lavigne album!" Hell yeah, <laughs> dude, we loved Avril Lavigne. Oh man, I love her; she's great. Uh, whatever album she had, uh, that was. Tell me why you had to go and make things yeah. so complicated. Yeah, yeah, see that, dude. We used to sing the fuck out of some Avril Lavigne, bro. We downloaded all downloaded all her shit off of LimeWire. Yeah. Well, you know, she was a country uh, artist. Really? And, uh, yeah, she actually, yeah, Shania Twain is the one that kind of discovered her. And she sang at a Shania Twain concert. And then she got a record deal. And she was like, well, actually, I really don't want to write a country album. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Damn. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, so. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what she'd have been like as a country singer, but it worked. Whatever she did. I mean, yeah. But it's weird. I think, I think it's she weird. Made the right choice. I think she made the right choice too. But to yeah. me, it's just strange. It's like as if, how did she do what she did, and then she was just like kind of like nothing for a while. Yeah. Like she, she came out with the girlfriend song. Hey, hey, yeah. you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. And yeah. that shit was catchy enough, you know. But like, then it was over. Well, I heard at one point, you know, she started having babies, and she wanted like the the stay at home kind of. Yeah, you know, raise the kid kind of life, which is yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's she a good had Lyme disease or has oh, Lyme disease, like, <laughs> like I'm that for reals. Like that I remember that being a like a new like a big story a few years ago, like because I think somebody was like, you know, where the hell is Avril Lavigne? <laughs> and it came out she's had Lyme disease. Okay. Yeah, that'll definitely keep you at the house. Shit's crazy. Some but shit right there. let's see, Avril Lavigne. She was a unique, a unique uh, addition to the the scene of pop music. Oh yeah, like, I, don't, uh, I don't know what you call that old genre, like uh, some forty one Avril Lavigne. If that's like, is it pop punk or I don't know what you call that? But. It's like alternative. It's uh, pop punk with more emphasis on the pop than the punk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, in her music, I mean, she was kind of like. She was definitely more popish than some forty one kind of what yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely because she. It's a damn cold night, trying to Man. figure out this life. I tell you a song that's made its uh, you know, it's 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 resurgence on social media lately that was popular back then as a. Ah, uh, what is it called? I don't know the the name of it, but it's by a group called Tattoo. It was these two girls. Oh yeah, all the they, things you said. 
all the things you said running through my head, running. Oh, uh, tattoo. Yeah, they were. Um, they were. Uh, what was it? They uh, their production company tried or marketed them as being like uh, lesbians to to get more attention, and I think they actually worked. If I remember correctly. He's kind of. I'm like, hey, you know, whatever, whatever you gotta do to make sell some records, fuck yeah. But I actually like that song. I did too, man. But I remember my mom like hated listening to it because she thought <laughs> they were lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, mom. Like. <laughs> It's 2003. You need to get with the times. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. Hold the fucking phone. This is crazy, bro. Okay, so Avril Lavigne was dating and allegedly engaged to this dude named Modson. Are either one of you familiar with him? Yeah. I know she dated some 41 guy, but I was married to him. Yeah, and yeah, okay, so she was, of course, and then this more recently, okay. like within the past, like a uh, couple of months, let's just say the last year, yeah. she was dating and whatever and engaged to Mod Son. He makes music, whatever. Yeah. He used to be a big drug guy and all this other stuff, but now he's like apparently sober. Nonetheless, irrelevant. This motherfucker, this bitch, Avril Lavigne. Uh, and, and I mean, I mean, bitch, in a uplifting way. Uh, she she bailed on this man. She bailed on this man. Uh, I guess called off the engagement. And now, as of like literally right now, as in the past, let's see. Yeah, this was literally came out today on TMZ. It says Avril Lavigne and Tyga. This ain't a publicity stunt. We're da- we're dating for real. Avril Lavigne, look, l- listen. That's a shocker. Avril Lavigne. That's why I'm tweaking about it. Avril oh, Lavigne shit. and Tyga aren't gallivanting around Paris to grab headlines. They're actually interested in dating and getting to know each other without pressure or expectations. Sources close to the couple tell T- you know this is TMZ. So, yeah. but uh, tell TMZ Avril and Tyga are still in the early stages of figuring one another out, but they're not putting any labels, uh, a la boyfriend or girlfriend or anything on it just yet. And there's pictures of them holding hands, walking through Paris, and making out. I thought he was like dating Ariana Grande or something, or somebody like that. I don't know. Wow. Or a Kardashian. Either way, Tyga would be dating up in those situations, man. Yeah. Dude. Dude. I can't believe that Tyga is dating Avril Lavigne. That's kind of crazy. Tyga used to be with Kylie Jenner, but Kylie Jenner Jenner moved on to uh, Travis Scott. She's been on and off with him. She's got two kids with Travis Scott. Which one's dating dating D-Book? From from Moss Point, playing for the Suns, Devin oh, Booker. Oh, that that they say that that's uh uh Kendall. Hell yeah, Kendall hey. Jenner. She's the hey model. Guys, we got a Mississippi boy out there, man. Hey, in, yeah, in, in the Kardashian circle right now. <laughs> yeah, now when he comes back to Mississippi, he's going to be broke and schizophrenic. I heard that he brought. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that he brought uh Kendall. Back uh, to Moss Point, like, last year and the year before that, something like that. I bet you them girls got more fucking security detail than the goddamn president. 
<laughs> that's not I saying much they these days. They probably that. try. They probably trying to get the U- the president popped at this point. But <laughs> 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 they're like, just turn your head headsets off, guys. We're gonna let this one free roam. I saw on Twitter today, man. They were pissed off at him because like something to do with that bank like crashing. Yeah, there. he was at a press conference and they asked him if it was gonna be a trickle down effect. He like just walks off. The guy's still asking the question and the whole time he's walking off. <laughs> Dude, I, somebody said something. They're like, we're glad that uh, our like Joe Biden's team or somebody, it might have been the press secretary or something, they said something about like, well, we are glad that he got up before nine this morning. And it's like, so the president doesn't get up before nine in the morning? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, Trump would like sleep till noon, wouldn't he? Yeah, I, that's what they say. They say Trump will sleep till like eleven o'clock in the like, well, eleven o'clock in the morning or something. And it's like how? Like I don't understand. But also, this is the thing: Did Trump and his people say that he slept till eleven? And that's the only reason it was so shocking. I think it was the press secretary that said something about, "Well, I'm glad that he woke up by nine this morning when these goddamn banks are collapsing all around the country." I just playing into the whole Sleepy Joe thing. Yeah. It's on brand, so I mean, it probably works for him. He he became president sleeping, so he probably <laughs> can maintain everything. If he can maintain a campaign, he's going to maintain the economy just fine while he's asleep. And you guys, those, go, go ahead. I was going to say, if you see those videos going around, uh, somebody took has taken like uh, senator uh, meetings and stuff and uh, dubbed them dubbed other. Making them say stuff that they're not saying. Yes. It's fucking hilarious. I posted one the other day. Go, go check it out. But that shit's hilarious. That shit is funny as hell. It's like they used to do it for uh, football players a lot. Like in the NFL, yeah. they would film it. Called, it was called like bad lip reading or something. Yeah, yeah. And like you, they'd have like, you know, pick, you know, you take your pick, Tom Brady, Drew Brees or somebody like that, saying the goofiest shit. And it's like, oh, my God, because it. It does look like they're saying it. Some people do it so well. Jeez. Hey, can I scratch your back for a noodle and a spaghetti sandwich? <laughs> like, what the fuck does that even mean? Uh, but yeah, do you guys hear about just random topical things? Do you guys hear anything about the fucking the Silicon Valley bank crashing or whatever? Yeah. Um, apparently, they invested some money um, badly, like yeah. very badly. Apparently, like $200 billion. Yeah, and then they uh, didn't have all the money to cover. Uh, yeah, actually, my company in, in here in Jackson, uh, the payroll was sourced through a company through that bank. So, yeah. like, Friday, nobody had gotten paid. We were like, hey, what's going on? Like, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, they got straightened out for now, yeah. but, like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I just feel like, oh, that goes back to what you were saying just a minute ago, Cam, with the trickle down. It's like... Yeah. That's some that's some rich people shit that's going on over there, and it affects somebody that's just like trying to get paid at their job in Jackson, yep. Mississippi. Yep. Like that's crazy, man. That that's, that's fucking terrifying, is what that is. Well, that payroll company that used that bank um, does like half the country's payroll or some shit. Yeah, and they said that since that bank collapsed, there's been like another bank that has collapsed, and there's like another one that's on the brink of it, and they're like. They're talking about, like, you look at these banks, they're, like, some of the biggest banks in the country. They are the biggest banks in the country. Like, this, 
who who else is this happening to that's like on a smaller level that just haven't said anything because they're like fuck like this sucks we don't know what to do but our books are just as cooked as my thing is is i don't 100 percent understand how the fuck you get into this situation like other than the fact of like hey you know you the way that this works is you give us money it's the same shit that just happened with the crypto kid that yeah. fucking kid, uh, the kid that got fucked, I guess, at the end of last year, and he, like, basically was, like, gave all the money. They're like, this shit's going to come back, like, tenfold, so fuck it. We're, and these people are not going to all ask for their money back at the same time. And then a couple of months later, they're like, oh, goddamn, we don't have any of that money anymore. And it did not come back tenfold. Yeah. And it's that, like, yeah. That so. happened to me, kind of. Um, I had invested some money, about two grand, into um, – Bitcoin, Ethereum, and I had some USDC that I had, like a tiny bit of Dogecoin just because I thought it was funny. But the app I was using, Voyager, uh, I went on it one day and they were like, oh, yeah, um, we're going bankrupt and you can't access your money. And you probably won't ever be able to access it again. So there goes that two grand. Damn. So this is my this is my question, though. Were you able to keep your crypto? No, they haven't. Damn, so see that that's what sucks. Yeah, eventually maybe should be I might get it, but uh honestly I'm not I'm not if I get it, it'll be a miracle. I'll put it that way. I must say save that login info, dude. You never know. Yeah. See the thing that's fucked up about that to me though, what I mean I don't know how Voyager works, but what you could have been able, what you should have been able to do was take that crypto and transfer it over to a wallet somehow. Yeah. I should have done that. I mean, it's also, it, you know, it's, it's a pain in the ass to do that, too. I mean, it's yeah. doable, but it's a pain in the ass to, to take it and get it off of one of the, say, Coinbase is the same way. But yeah. Coinbase is one of the ones, them and Crypto.com, uh, I don't know if they just had their financial backing together or what, but, like, they seem to be, I mean, crypt, Coinbase took a massive fucking hit when the crypto market crashed. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I tell everybody if they have crypto, just hang on to it. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. If, you, if you sell it now, it's a loss. But if you hang on to it, you never fucking know, you know, like, and if you can survive without selling it, like, yeah. just hang on to it. I still buy a little bit of crypto all the time. If they gave it back to me tomorrow, I would just hold on to it. Like yeah. you said, I'd find some way to put it into a cold wallet. Yeah. Definitely get it off of their server or their yeah. fucking chains, the, however you can. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I fucking I don't know. I still have faith in crypto and it being like a like a monetary option in the future. Actually, Bitcoin's been going up past day because of all the shit that's been going on with this bank. Yeah. But uh, you know, not as high as you know two hundred billion dollars. <laughs> I don't right. think, it, but still. Uh, but I fucking I don't know. I, I I still I think the things that they can do with cryptocurrency is pretty cool. So like I I would love to be able to see. But in all honesty, dude, as long as motherfuckers are losing money and not getting money, yeah. like the the time of finessing people is not right now. Like you're not gonna successfully be able to fucking flex a bunch of money out of people yeah. the way that you were because motherfuckers are about to start getting down to the penny pension, like yeah. normal people. Like we thought, and this is the thing that's fucked up is this: when you look at shit like, like all the the reason why 
all of this fucking the first one to go was Silicon Valley. It's tech money. All yep. the tech shit is crashing because when COVID happened, the, everybody got overzealous and they invested all their money into the tech sector. This, yep. this, and it's going to come back tenfold. Well, I don't know if you guys have been noticing, but for the past two months, the tech sector of the U.S. economy and I mean, even in Europe, it's the same way. They are fucking laying everybody off. Like the whole fucking like. Tens of thousands of people getting laid off of fucking Microsoft, Sony, Uber Eats. I mean, there's a long list. I don't have the list. Twitter. Yeah. And that's ironically enough, they shit on Elon for laying people off. And in all reality, the whole goddamn tech economy is having to lay people off because they're not making money. All these people invested. They got everybody got too big for their britches in 2020. And then now, whenever people are like, I'm back outside, and the reality has sunk in that people aren't just sitting inside their homes all day, every day. And yeah. I mean, look at Netflix, it's the same shit. Hulu, Disney's talking about selling Hulu. They just bought it not that long ago. Exactly. There's, they said that it's, it's not out of the cards. Hmm. And it's not because Disney is in just like absolute turmoil, but it's like they're probably thinking, well, honestly, we're not making any money off of Hulu. If anything, it's probably costing them money. I mean, it's, yeah. this is Disney. They've got plenty of other properties that they can just yeah. move on to. Disney should be making some money off of uh, all these states legalizing online sports betting because ESPN has a you know a DraftKings sports book ad every 35, 45 seconds now. Yeah. Um, and I just read something the other day where Disney was talking about or was apparently thinking about uh, separating like ESPN from like Disney, you know, like letting ESPN stand on its own where they can go more into the, 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 the sports gambling side yeah. of things um, yeah. and feel comfortable about it. So Disney's got to be all nice and clean. Well, yeah. I mean, and in all fairness, it's not going to piss me off because I mean, if anything, Disney is, like you know, doing the uh, talking more about video games, you know, with some of the other guys, we get to talking about Microsoft a lot because Microsoft does this. They they are the Disney of like fucking like video games and yeah. that type of internet because they literally buy up all these companies. I mean, not to say other people don't do it, but like they buy up the other companies that do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like right now the big conversation is Activision Blizzard. It's like uh like. Microsoft is trying to acquire it. And if they, they're going to buy it for $70 billion, Jesus. we're talking about the Call of Duty franchises. Yeah. We're to, I mean, I can't even begin to name off the list of names of games and properties that they've already purchased, like from companies and creators and studios. If they buy this, this is like, I mean, it's not nail in the coffin for Sony because competition is good. It's not, I don't think that they're going to be like, you know, cutting their head off or anything yeah. but it's just like holy shit they've they're gonna have to make agreements like they're making stuff into like written like law and agreements into this fucking contract it's been going on for over a year and a half like they will essentially have all these partnerships that they'll have to do and ho hold up their end of the bargain for x amount of years most of it's like 10 years basically any call of duty games that come out and the ones that have been out they have to still allow them on the market the p the playstation marketplace but in, at first it was one of those things like we don't have any legal things binding us to have to do this so what we all thought they were going to do was buy that bitch and take all the call of duties off the marketplace but the only yeah. place you can buy call of duty i mean and i'm only using call of duties because it's a huge reference right but 
Could you imagine if they bought that shit and took Call of Duty, Diablo, and fucking, you know, insert like three or four more major IPs? We're just going to take them off of the marketplace and, you know, like, fuck you. It's over. And we're not putting out any more over there. That would be crazy, dude. That would be fucking nuts. People would be pissed. Uh, yes, and we weren't talking about Microsoft. We were talking about Disney. But Disney, Microsoft, Disney does the same shit. Like, not only do they buy up a bunch of shit, but like in entertainment when it comes – I mean, we um, don't plan on talking too much longer in general, but definitely not about fucking Marvel. But they fucking Ooh. are abusing Marvel. They are yeah. abusing Star Wars. They plan to abuse something else. I promise. Give them time. Like, I did like how they took a step back because they, they finally realized that they were because they were doing uh, quantity, not quality for a bit, yes. like as far as the Marvel shows go. And finally they realized, oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. So now they're going back to now the shows that they're making like in, and make it right now are more quality versus quantity. If you know what I'm saying, like because a lot of people were upset about the whole She-Hulk thing and a lot of yeah, the they fucking it's it just seemed like they phone it in. They're like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna let these uh, what is it called? Like these uh, uh I don't know what it's called, but like a fucking uh, what is like an equality hire? Like we're yeah. gonna let one of these people that like fits these different criteria be the people to do the show and are to write the show or direct it or whatever. And it comes out like dog shit. Not saying it's because those people check the boxes. I'm just saying like they might not have been the best person for the job. Like, is that yeah. possible? Yeah. But Cam, I, really I, like- Cam, I saw you sitting up in your seat over there like you had something to say about Marvel. <laughs> Oh no! I was just, I was just having a conversation about that with a buddy the other day. Is like is is Marvel is Marvel going through a down period? Do y'all like like I I don't feel like it has been priority as it has been you know over the past ten years. Like over the past year and a half, almost two years, I haven't made Marvel a priority like I used to. You know, um, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would have been at the 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 midnight premiere of a lot of those movies. Like yep. it took me, you know, weeks to go see Black Panther. I still hadn't seen Ant Man. Like I'm not looking into things about it right now. Um, I can't tell you a whole lot of projects they got coming right now. And I feel like that's the first time I've I've felt like that in in ten years. You know? Yeah. Well, it's like James said. Like it's it's all phoned in. Like even the Ant Man and you know Quantum Mania, whatever. Um, Usually I'll wait till see. I have friends who go see it like right when it comes out, and I'll usually see what they say, and then look on the internet. And the last like four or five projects they've done, it's been like, oh, it was an okay show, you know, blah blah blah. And um, I'm like, well, shit, I'm just gonna wait till it comes out on Disney Plus and watch it. I'm not gonna go pay to see it, you know. Yeah, like uh, the last show that, or I, I enjoyed the what was the one with Oscar Isaac's? Uh, yeah, that was good. The name of it. I like that. Moon something. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, but then uh, yeah. I had a buddy that watched uh the Miss Marvel. And yeah. at first he was like he was like, It's terrible, it's terrible. And then he came back after he had watched like four episodes yeah. and he was like, It's all right. Like yeah. and I was like, Man, if it takes me four episodes in a limited <laughs> series to get into yeah. it, like well, I was watching She-Hulk because everybody was like, it's not very good. And I was like, well, I'll give it a chance, you know. I, I hung in there first four or five, whatever episode they got to where She-Hulk and the regular Hulk were having a slap, 
fight. Not, not slapping each other, but slapping their hands together and making the other one. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like they're literally yeah. <laughs> just clapping their hands to push the other one away. That's stupid as shit. That's stupid as fuck. So once I started doing that, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I can't. But like, I'm, I'm excited. The two things I can think of about being excited, I'm, I'm excited about Loki season two. Yeah. You know, I want, I want to see that. Loki's and then I, the Daredevil series, the new one that yeah. they're making, I, I want to see it because yeah. I want to see if they're going to make it watered down or not. You know? Right. Well, hopefully, you know, I can't, I don't know at what point they decided to do back, go back to the quality over quantity, but hopefully those shows will be a part of that. Yeah, I, I remember seeing not too long ago where somebody over there at Disney told Kevin Feige and them that they needed to kind of slow things down for a bit. Yeah, I wondered if it was that new CEO guy. I can't remember his name. He was there only there for like maybe a year. Then they were like, all right, you got to go because you suck. <laughs> I can't remember his name though. But now, uh, what's his name's back? Tiger or like Bob. Yeah. And I think... Uh... I think I read the other day that the um, one of the only like Star Wars film projects that is actually has a green light on it right now is the one that uh, Taika Waititi has been working on, uh, or had planned to been working on. That all the other ones like um, Ryan Johnson was supposed to be coming back and doing another one, and they yeah. they said that that's on hold. Uh, there's a few more that I saw that were they were like, hey, we'll pump the brakes. Yeah, I've been watching um, the uh, new Mandalorian, the new season. It's pretty good. I got to watch the second episode that came out. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. It's pretty good. I put it up there with the first uh, season, definitely. Man, good. I, I, I'm, I've been a fan of the Mandalorian, man. Um, Boba Fett had its yeah. rough spots. It was kind of that same phoning it in kind of thing. It was just like... Okay, you know, at the end of every episode, he goes and lays down in the health pod. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's cool and everything. But, like, some of those storylines, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I have not. Like, I, I watched two episodes of the first season. Of Boba Mandalorian? Fett? Of the Mandalorian. Oh, it's good. Mandalorian's yeah. really good, yes. That's what everyone says. I have. I don't think I've heard any one person talk bad about the show. It's good. I, like, I didn't like Boba Fett, like you said. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, Boba Fett, man. Like, I, God bless. That they, they just trips me out that they did the two random as it's Mandalorian episodes is what they are. Yes. Those two episodes in there. Like, why not save that for you know that new season? Exactly. And, or why? Like, give me more Boba Fett. This is what the show was like. Yeah. <laughs> It chain. It was like it was like having it was like having uh, that Kendrick Lamar song in the middle of that Take Care album. Yeah, yeah, that's a great great point there. Well, like, like okay, I, I get it, you know, and I love that song. Yeah, so it might be a little bit of a bad reference. But, but I was about to say, like, but I, I was about to say, but it it's uh, almost well, I don't even. Yeah, that's a terrible fucking reference. Because Kendrick goes hard, <laughs> Kendrick goes hard as fuck in that. And I love that song, man. Once I started thinking about it, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck me." Well, and it was crazy. The first single that he put out for that album was Marvin's Room, and then when you listen to Marvin's Room on the album, at the end of it is the fucking interlude, and it's fucking Kendrick. I jump right in, and I go to sleep. 
เดี๋ยวนะ go to sleep because you are box yes box that shit was hard as fuck dude uh, but Did y'all watch his concert on um camera where it was Netflix it, I think Amazon. it was Amazon it was yeah. on Amazon I haven't seen it but I have heard people say it's one of the coolest things that they've watched it's very good man. yeah Kendrick Lamar really about different the, the weekend on HBO the other day the weekend's got one out on HBO Max my brother said it was really really cool that's definitely worth watching have y'all been watching the Wu Tang series on Hulu? I haven't. Aren't they on like Amazing. season three? Yeah, it's out now. I've seen all the ones up till and the new next one will be out Wednesday. But uh, yeah, it's good. It's really good. I'm a huge Wu Tang fan though. So. Dude, I need to fucking utilize the or <clears throat> I need to utilize a website that someone mentioned at a previous time yeah. <laughs> earlier because <laughs> I have I have stopped paying for Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. Uh, not because times are like specifically hard or anything, but it's a waste of fucking money. I don't watch the shit. Like I literally, I know for a fact that at least three nights out of my week, I am going to be doing what we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, my wife watches HBO and Harry Potter. Yeah. So wherever Harry Potter is, or she, I mean, right now on her iPad, she's back there working on drawing or she's putting together some jewelry or making something and she's watching game of thrones i haven't been back there but i know that's what she's watching like that's like that and the office are like and law and order svu so we've got we've got peacock and we've got hbo and we share our hbo account with somebody yeah so it's just one of those things that it's like uh, netflix is too much money to be some shit that i'm not i don't even care i don't care enough about stranger things i don't care enough about I mean, Stranger Things is cool, yeah, it's by all means. But like, I, 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 the the latest season's been out for however long, and I haven't watched it. So yeah. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not keeping this shit." So I can one day watch Game, uh, not Game of Thrones. So, so I can one day watch Stranger Things. I've, I mean, I've got HBO. I've had yeah. HBO, and I, I've I've been on record saying that HBO makes the best shows. And yeah, I, I haven't watched shit that in recent time. I watched that fucking the the, the game of the new Game of Thrones or House of Dragons or whatever. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy about uh, HBO and um, Amazon is um, Amazon Prime Video, whatever they call it. Uh, so you know, all the shows that HBO makes, they have all these costumes and all that shit, and they store it in a big warehouse. And then Amazon, when they make a show. At the end of the show, they throw everything away. Why? They don't keep any of the props or anything. So if they have to come back, they have to remake them. I'm like, y'all are stupid. As much warehouses as Amazon has, you can't find a place to store the costumes. Or just, uh, if it's like, okay, we are officially done with this. Let's auction yeah. it off. Auction right. it off for charity or something. Exactly. You're fucking, fucking auction it off so your people don't have to worry about, uh, give your uh, bonuses to your people that work in, work in your warehouses. So they don't have to worry about starting it or, you know, just auction it to help it go towards a union for your workers. Yeah. Or, you know, give them air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Hire a, hire a few more people. <clears throat> That's really wild to think about, especially like with the, that new Lord of the Rings series being one of yeah. the most expensive TV shows ever made. Yeah. Because like, they had to rebuy everything. <laughs> <laughs> did did you, either one of y'all watch that? Yeah. 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 Was it good? good? Yeah. I really liked it, man. Like, I really liked it. I liked it. 
Yeah, I just heard a bunch of people bitching and complaining about there being black people in it. Yeah. God, God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like I mean, I I don't know. I understand. It's a fantasy. It's like it's like it's like there's 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 hobbits, elves, dragons, and like like. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, look, hey, it, but it's it's unbelievable that you would have a black man in there. <laughs> right. What are, the, what are those non-hobbit people that are in there? They're like not hobbits, but they're similar. They're um, like, Harfoots. Yeah. I heard somebody say explain, and they're like, yeah, you know, there probably wasn't any black people in the book back then because he knew that motherfuckers wouldn't buy it if he described people. <laughs> it's like, do you know how old those books are? And I don't know yeah. how true that is. I mean, but in the same, I imagine that people who were reading fantasy books probably didn't care that much about racial, social, racial issues or anything like that. But then again, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I've never read the books. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was going to say sci-fi people, man. Captain Kirk's yeah. getting it on with aliens and stuff. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, Kissing Lieutenant Arrow. Um, I was going to say, uh, I mean, I never read the books, but does he go out of his way to explicitly say, talking about Tolkien, like what everybody's skin color is, though? I don't know. Maybe. I would imagine that he wouldn't. I mean, other than like saying there's Bikiri feet and stuff. Yeah, which makes it even worse. Because then that would just mean they're basing it off of the movies. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, wow. I mean, that was like yesterday, bro. (laughs) Not really. I mean, obviously it was 20 years ago, but yeah, I don't know. I I rewatched those movies uh, not too long ago. They did a little marathon one weekend. And man, like those movies hold up. I was just about to say. In every single way. We were talking about that shit at work a couple of days ago. And I was like, you know. Never knew much about Lord of the Rings. I've seen those movies a handful of times, but like I still don't really know what's going. It took like this most recent time that we watched all three of them is when I kind of really figured out. Like I still kind of only know so much, but like I was like, it makes sense now as an adult watching it, I guess. But man, like I can't believe how good those movies still seem. Like they still seem like such good movies. Like even and I think that this is the best superhero movie of all time, Dark Knight. But even going back and watching that movie now, you can tell like it's not as full as it should be. Like there's like it almost like does scene jumping. I don't know how they and whatever. It's a great movie. I still love it. But it it's got some like this seems a little old. Those movies are obviously old, but like they just seem there's not so much done in them that it's like this looks corny, if yeah. that makes sense. Like the CG, there's a little bit of CGI stuff that when there's a good practical bit. effects, yeah, right. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about it is most of it being practical effects, all that makeup from them orcs and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, man, that's awesome. Like, that is hard work than people did, you know? Yeah, it's like the old Jurassic Parks still hold up because it was all practical. Damn, it's crazy alien. when you think about it. Yeah. Like, I re- I went through the whole Alien franchise uh, recently, uh, just trying to rank them, you know? And, dude, like, I mean, you can watch Alien Resurrection in 2017, you know, or 2018, whenever that was, and it, I mean, not Resurrection, was it? Covenant, or whatever it's called. Yeah, Covenant. Awesome movie. Looks great, especially because it's all on that computer and everything. But, dude, you go watch Alien and Aliens, fucking just as great. Like, yeah. And that's all That's all puppeteer and, like, this yeah. dude's in this costume and shit. Like, 
un- Dude. unpopular opinion. Uh, I like I like the, the Prometheus movie, but most people I talk to like Alien were like, "Oh, that movie was shit." Dude, I really liked it. I, I thought I, I thought I thought Prometheus was creepy and cool, and I've yeah. never seen any of the Alien movies. Really? Yeah, I've also never watched Rocky. So, well, we we talked about that. We've never seen Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get him, Adam. Like, <laughs> oh I've never seen Rocky. I've never. I, I, I've seen like probably thirty minutes of a couple of of a couple of them, or maybe I've seen thirty minutes of the same one a couple of times. Yeah, but I've never watched them. I watched one of the Creed movies. I haven't seen any of the Creed movies yet. I do plan to go watch all three of them though. Whenever I get a chance. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta check that out, Shane. Gotta, yeah, you gotta check yeah, Rocky, out the Rocky. Rocky's classic, man. Especially if you think about this. All right, so Sylvester Stallone wrote those, and he was the lead actor, and he directed all that stuff. Those original Rockies. He was a nobody. Like yeah, he just but, had a script. Are he like and, homeless or something? I don't know, but I know he had a script to him, and they were like, "Look at that!" He was like, "Yeah, we'd love to have your script." He's like, "All right, well, I'm going to be the lead actor, somebody that's never acted before." And I'm also going to be a director, somebody that's no, never directed before. And they're like, okay. <laughs> it was yeah. shit, man. I wonder how. Like I was going to say, I wonder what the budget for the first Rocky movie was. Probably low. Have y'all ever read about the rivalry between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Rocky? And not Rocky, and Sylvester Stallone? No. I feel like yeah. I've heard something about it, probably in the catacombs of YouTube back in the day. Arnold Schwarzenegger claims that he used to get scripts and if he didn't like it, he would put it out there that he was going to take it because he knew that Sylvester Stallone was going to want that part. He said, <laughs> he said he had it figured out to clockwork that any role that he wanted that Sylvester Stallone was going to fight for. Yeah. And uh, he said, he said a few movies, he said several movies Oh my Sylvester God. Stallone ended up starring in was roles that they sent Arnold Schwarzenegger the script for. Arnold Schwarzenegger put it out there as a troll that he was wanting to do it, getting Sylvester Stallone to fight for it, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger would back out. Damn. I'm trying to picture, trying to picture Arnold Schwarzenegger as Rambo. Oh, dude. Easily. He could easily. Easily. Arnold Schwarzenegger is my goat, dude. Like I, I, I wrote a, I wrote a little blog about him on my, uh, on my little site. That That's amazing. The first things I ever put up there. Like, uh, I love Arnold movies, man. Like, I have this connection with Arnold, like, and like my dad for some reason. Like, I don't know. My dad was always playing Arnold movies, like. And then I, I loved Jingle all the way when I was a kid. Yeah, that's a good movie. All right, here's I'm gonna do a little Arnold trivia for you. Yeah. I don't I don't have anything yeah. pulled up. I, I don't have anything it. pulled up or anything. Just uh, spitballing. Did you ever see the movie Sixth Day? Uh, maybe. That's the. That's, wait, with Bruce Willis? No, with uh, it was I, just it was just Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm thinking of the, the element, the Fifth Element. Ooh. I'm sorry. Or or <laughs> was I, I was gonna say or the Sixth Sense. That's also Bruce Willis. Sixth Day. I've heard of it, but I can't picture it in my head right now, man. This is how much I love the fifth element. I bought that guy hey, recently. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it came with the key. Wow. There you go. Dude, yeah. 
Dude, I, my, I hadn't seen The Sixth Day. No. The, the no, Sixth Day is, is not a very popular movie, but they fucking cloned Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, no, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it, this would have came out probably 2000, 2001, some shit like that, 2002. Yeah. Uh, but I remember renting it from the the movie store in Macomb because my family didn't have a Blockbuster account. We just went to the local movie store. Man, one of his, uh, what I talked about in that little blog I wrote is one of his that I've always loved that is, if you can look it up right now, it's it's probably one of his like worst reviewed movies of all time. Um, it came out in 99. Uh, it's called End of Days. Um, and it's, just about him. it's about him. He's this uh, ex-cop uh, who's working this private security detail who is hired to protect this dude who ends up being the devil right and the <laughs> devil is on his own earth to like impregnate this main chick uh and bring about the antichrist to end the world you know um People, people shit all over it I love that movie uh-huh. man because it gives some classic Arnold moments in a in a more modern time because like not too long after that four years after that Arnold goes into the governor role and yeah. that's pretty much the end of his movie career for right. 11 years so like it gives you good glimpses and good like Arnold one-liners like he's the devil like reveals himself to him and everything and is like taunting him over this bullshit and like Arnold says uh Oh, you think you know bad? You're a choir boy compared to me. A fucking choir boy. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is what we need to do. We need a whole show based on this. All right. Last action hero. Here, here we go. No, check this out. Check this out real quick. All right. End of days review on Google. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, by Lizzie B. Two years ago. One out of five stars she says i do not like this movie it is a slap on the face to christianity and it's possible and it's people and it okay i do not i do not like this movie it is a slap on the face to christianity and it's people and it is huge insult to god in capital letters uh it is a scary stupid horrible movie who do who the he, who do the hell do they think they are putting the actors of the victims in the same position Jesus died on the cross? A disgusting insult this movie is. This movie should 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 have even been thought of. This movie shouldn't have. That's what she meant to say. Should have even been thought of. My star rating is a lie. I do not think it even deserves half a star. Don't even begin to judge me for giving this terrible review. It is my opinion. I don't think it was right to have such a plot and a theme like that. Do you want to hear the tomato meter score? I am dying to hear it. What do you think it is? What do y'all think it is? 17. What do you think, Shane? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. Close. 11%. <laughs> and then the audience oh, score. <laughs> the audience score is 32%, though. It's one of his worst reviewed films ever, man. But you just gotta, you just gotta trust me on. <laughs> dude, dude, the power, the power of Arnold though. Back in the day, the budget was a hundred million. 
box office was two twelve. Okay, that makes some money. Yeah, dude, look, he uh, something that's really funny about the making of that movie is this lady that plays this evil, evil lady in that movie. Um, she uh, she came out in like 2015, 2016, something like that, and had a like lot of complaints about Arnold Schwarzenegger's like behavior on the set of that film. Um, things that she had said she went through mainly that Arnold Schwarzenegger had grabbed her by the head and farted in her face. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And I said, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a dick move. You know, but a dick move. I, she had me geared up. Like I thought I was about to read something terrible about my guy here. Yeah. Yeah. That hey, definitely. Yo, I will say uh, voodoo, which is a, a movie streaming app. Uh, Voodoo gave it a, a three point nine out of five, huh. but IMDb gave it a five point eight out of ten. Ain't that bad if you just take it for what it is, right? You know, besides Terminator, my favorite of his is uh, Last Action Hero. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. The Last Action Hero, especially that scene where in the video store and uh, it was like. Terminator or something. It was Sylvester Stallone playing Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shot the <laughs> cardboard cutout. No way. It was a great movie. That's genius. Like I said, dude, I always love Jingle All the Way, man. Yeah. Like, Turbo Man. <laughs> Put that cookie down! <laughs> Kindergarten Cop. No. That was pretty classic. It's not a tumor. <laughs> My wife just informed me that she just woke up, but oh. she she didn't mean to fall asleep. Oh. That is the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, dude, I came home from work at like one one day and took a nap and woke up at nine nine o'clock. I was like, mm. "Fuck, I guess I'm up till night." Oh, With half time to wake up nine yeah. o'clock at night. Like, yeah, that's different if it's like on a Saturday. It still sucks, but it's much different. Than if you were to wake up for me on a weeknight. Like if I fell asleep, took a nap like after work, and then managed to wake up at like fucking nine or ten. Like I'm ha- I would almost immediately have to take a melatonin just to fall back asleep. <laughs> I would just cry. <laughs> yeah. Like this is cool. take an edible maybe. But uh look, we've I've definitely kept you guys longer than I had planned to. And no uh I definitely appreciate you guys coming on here again. Uh it was cool it's to my have pleasure. Have both of y'all on here and shooting oh, yeah. shit. We covered a lot of ground tonight. We did. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I had a good old time. And uh, Adam, I was telling him earlier, I was like, I've I've never talked to Adam, but in you know, like DMs and, and text messages right. and stuff. So I was like, it'll be cool to meet him virtually. So dude, yeah. it's good seeing you, man. Good seeing you. <laughs> Hell yeah, absolutely. We we need to we need to make a habit of doing this more often, certainly. Oh yeah, I'm down. And yeah, please. I know that the people listening cannot see it, but I got to give you credit, uh, Cam. Your dedication to your wall behind yeah. you—I see it in your videos and shit and stuff like that. It's like, now, do you just add or do you change stuff out? I try to add to it, man. Uh, um, the hats I'll take out and stuff because I'm wearing them. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, like I just put. My my old ass Drew Brees jersey shirt up there, and this uh this old ass Saints pennant right here. Saints. Um, so yeah. I'm adding some stuff, man. I, uh, 
want to get some more stuff and probably rearrange it. And like I said, when we do my dead air show, I just, I really need to work on that wall because I just flip around and shoot it on this wall. And it's only got like two posters on there. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. Do you have, you must have like a spare room or something. Yeah. We're in a, uh, we're in a townhouse in Hattiesburg. Okay. Uh, so we got, you know, we got the downstairs living room and then we got our bedroom and then this this room, man, I got I got a footboard in here, a headboard, old ass TV we don't use. This closet right here, man, if you open it up, a whole bunch of cardboard boxes are going to shoot out at you because I've just stuffed and closed, you know? That's awesome. Sisters, <laughs> sisters,